0: Hello, Guardians. Today is October 7th, 2022. My name's Dan Finity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. Today, we have a special panel in store for you about the state of PvP in Season 18 of Destiny 2 with guests Lego LaFlash, Ill Physics, and Too Hardcore. Great, lengthy, level-headed conversation in just a few minutes. But first, for a bit of housekeeping. I hope you've been enjoying the show and the panel so far. Next week, we have a PvE Sherpa panel that I'm very excited about, and you won't want to miss it. Please remember to rate and review on your podcast platforms of choice. This is free and fun to do. You can write about your favorite weapons. You can write about your favorite episodes. You can even write about your favorite loadouts in those. And it all helps in the algorithm. This show is also listener-supported, so visit ko-fi.com forward slash if you'd like to give a couple bucks to keep the lights on. That is ko-fi.com forward slash Danfinity. I'm making special content over there as well, and it's a better cut than Twitch, frankly. I want to give a shout-out to Cab, clancy 5000 D AverageD2Player, Ian, HoboScruff, Frosty, and Frank for all pitching in and helping to keep this ball rolling. Now, on to the news of the week. Destiny 2. Bungie released a new hotfix, 6.2.0.7 on October 4th, bringing with it changes that we had previously reported on last week in regards to red border drops from the star chart and other Season of the Plunder related activities. A surprising change for many in the vocal speedrunning community was the fix to the weapon perk Eager Edge. They fixed an issue where the weapon could be used multiple times with one single activation. Following this seemingly inevitable outrage on social media platforms, community manager Dylan addressed the hotfix change stating, The team was finding numerous issues where the perk could be used to skip encounters, break mechanics, and generally cause issues with the game. I have a couple notes from my perspective on where we'd like to improve moving forward. On the comms side, we always seek to call out changes like this ahead of time, while also providing the dev commentary and insight to keep you in the loop. With hotfixes coming out more quickly as of late, this slipped through. We're talking to the team on how we can better prep in the future. Timing wise, some changes can be developed rather quickly, but held for future hotfixes and patches, so they aren't felt to be as targeted. If this were in a seasonal patch with a bunch of weapon ability changes, it would still sting, but general buffs could help the overall mood. When it comes to this specific change, there wasn't a rush on the part of the dev side. It just happened to be assigned to this hotfix, got the appropriate test passes, and went out the door. We'll be talking to the team about timing for changes like this moving forward as well. Ending this string of tweets, we'll repeat myself in saying thank you to the many players who have been reaching out with constructive feedback and illustrating their gut reactions in respectful ways. It helps us a ton when bringing your voices to the development table. Moving into the juiciest TWAB we've seen in a while. Bungie addressed information surrounding account bans that went out last week, stating that a new detection signature for their anti-cheat led to myriad false bans. In the apology portion, they described the process of realizing the issue and unbanning accounts affected. They also warned about misinformation, citing that cheaters who have been banned in the past tend to dogpile on these types of instances to get their own bans appealed. They asked that you use the official appeals forms to review individual accounts. There was also a girthy section concerning weapons and retuning some. The system's design team addressed several community feedbacks and concerns. I'm just going to hit a couple of the greatest hits here. The exotic weapon Divinity's weaken is going from 30% to 15%. The team notes that encounters are built around players having access to being able to weaken, as many folks have theorized. We don't believe that Divinity in its current form is actually a balance problem. It's not necessarily too strong in isolation. That said, Divinity is incredibly dominant in end game PvE because it trivializes aiming precision weapons and has an extremely high uptime for weaken. The most important issue is that Divinity granting 30% weaken sucks the air out of the room for all the other weakened sources, such as Tether and Tractor Cannon. And we don't want to power creep past Divinity to make them interesting. With this in mind, We've been looking at Divinity for a while now, and have tested a variety of changes in Season 19 over the last few months, landing on reducing Divinity's weaken from 30% to 15%. Community manager Cosmo later went on to say, The Div change was planned before the spirited debates on social media began. It's fine to give your constructive feedback to Bungie, but do not harass anyone in the community for having a different opinion. Later they address adept raid weapon viability. As it stands, crafted base raid weapons are flat out better than adept raid weapons. We're not happy with this current state and have changes coming in Lightfall that give the new Lightfall raid adept weapons access to enhanced perks. Note that this is not going to be a full freeform crafting. It's a little complex, so please look out for more information to come when we're closer to Lightfall's release. For a full list of the questions answered, please follow the TWAB link in the show notes. Now, for this week's conversation with Ill Physics, Legola Flash, and Too Hardcore.
1: So, was that the real thing, or are we doing it? Yeah.
0: Cool. No, that was the that was the real I thing. I hit it. Yeah, I hit it, too. Sweet. I'm I didn't, I'm alive. I, I
2: didn't hit it. I thought that was just You fantastic. didn't hit it? I thought, no, I I thought it might have been I hit it. I hit
0: it. I hit it. I hit it. I hit it? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. What about you, Hardcore? Did you hit it? I'm just joking. All right. All right. Craig, Gjark, what about you guys? You guys are robots. It doesn't matter. okay. <laughs> uh well, <laughs> welcome in guys. Uh this is uh, this is I I'm trying to like block these off into conversations that are like more focused. And this is like the season 18 PvP panel. And with us this evening, mm-hmm. we have Lego Flash we Hello. have Ill Physics, and we have two hardcore amongst our number. Um gentlemen, thank you all so much for being here today. Uh, it means a lot to me uh, that you would you would give your time to this. Um, why don't we start with introductions? Uh, just in case people don't make it to the end of the conversation. I, that way they can find you early <laughs> in in the uh, in the episode. So, uh, Tony, why don't we start with you?
2: Oh man! No, no, let's start with Lego. Let's start with Lego. All right, <laughs> fine. Lego. Let's start with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, hey everyone, I'm Lego, aka Lego Flash. Um, I do cinematic Destiny Two guides. Uh, a lot of people know me more as the Fusion Rifle guy, or the Glaive guy, or the Movie of the Week guy. Kind of depends on which day you ask me, <laughs> but <laughs> one of those things. So yes, enjoyer, enjoyer of the Crucible. Um and yeah, I love Destiny too. Love talking about it. So I appreciate you sending me the invite to come and talk about it some more.
0: Heck yeah.
2: All right, Tony, what about you? Yes, yes. Uh name is Tony, aka Ill Physics or Physics. Um, I, I appreciate it as always, Dan. You've always been such uh such a gracious gracious host um on these podcasts and like everything that uh you know we kind of step into. So I, I appreciate it. Um, of course, uh, Lego in the building, uh, too hardcore as well. Sarah in the background, I appreciate <laughs> you as well. Um, always just got to show that little bit of gratitude. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe folks know me, maybe folks don't, uh, you could find me ill physics on most platforms. Otherwise you can just find my link tree on, on Twitter. Um, but, uh, I guess I'm a little bit of the hand cannon guy, a little bit of the, you know, the ill eloquence on Twitter. Um, You know, we just, uh, we just have discussions uh, and we like to play a lot of PVP. Um, You know, I guess, I guess you could, as much as competitive PVP is a thing in, in, in Destiny 2, I I guess, you know, I guess I'm that, that, you know, one of those guys. Um, But, uh, you know, we just try to have fun, um, maintain perspective as much as possible uh, with regards to, you know, what Bungie does with the game and also with regards to, you know, peers in the community and and just try to engage responsibly and, and thoughtfully um, and have a good time and produce great content uh, also and equally. So uh, I appreciate I appreciate you having me here.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And our, our man on the scene, boots on the ground, farming out those red borders, <laughs> leveling those weapons, too hardcore. How's it going out there for you?
3: I'm good. I appreciate you having <laughs> having me. Uh, it's Absolutely. always a pleasure like i've I always had a great time uh doing planet destiny stuff with you um mm-hmm. so it's, it was you know super excited to get the dm from you and set something up here um nice to be on with all the other homies and and uh yeah so like people know me as you know I, I've kind of gone more personal these days like I kind of introduced myself <laughs> as will uh and then like you know if people know me as like either hardcore or too hardcore you know Really try to dial in PvP and just enjoy Destiny as a whole these days. Um, I don't really find myself diving into PvP like every day, like I used to, but uh, Mm -hmm. main focus has been trials and uh, probably will continue to be since life is continuing to be extremely busy for me outside of creating content, which is a good thing. Also, a scary thing because I feel like, you know, at some time, like, you know, streams flying off the rails some days, but. (laughs) Um, yeah, kind of just, you know, same thing as like what Tony alluded to and stuff like that. Just, you know, try to, try to have conversations and spark interest with other like-minded people that enjoy the game that I love and, you know, try to navigate those waters. Uh, Tony said that he, uh, you know, handles himself, you know, on Twitter. I kind of take a different approach, a little bit of a chaos type (laughs) thing. Uh, and, uh, but we, we still have like, you know, have constructive conversations and, Try to be respectful and stuff and mm-hmm. just, you know, shoot the shit over the game. Like I said, we all love. So. Yeah, uh, you
2: just, you just, you're just just sparking the conversation a little differently than I do. That's all. Yeah, that's sometimes all. And, I and, like
3: to just throw the match and walk away. Yeah. Uh, big yeah, proponent yeah. of tweeting, hit and send. And then uh, I think it's Bobby Socks that taught me this one. Muting yeah. it <laughs> after I press send instantly is always a banger. Love that. People so, get angry when you don't reply
0: to uh, them. So I had Bobby on a couple episodes back and um, had somebody kind of like, kind of call that out a little bit too. Um, we And on that episode, we talked about how to give feedback <laughs> and how like, how to have a conversation online, uh, maybe in a, in an environment like Twitter is in right now that it, that seems overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly hostile for maybe having opinions on things. So uh hmm. yeah, that's a that's a whole that dude's so good <laughs> like he, he's so good at like sparking the conversation and then challenging people on both sides of the argument about like, okay, well then what where do we meet the middle um I invited you guys all here because you all are very eloquent with your presences online. you guys all are passionate about PvP regardless of maybe how, In depth you are with it this season or Mm. or in seasons past you guys are always passionate about it it is something that you obviously care about and it's something that you you want to see be the best that it can be and so that's i've always respected you guys for doing that and thank you guys for giving your time tonight to share some of your thoughts here uh so with that said uh why don't we we'll just get into it uh so how how has everybody been enjoying season 18 so far when it comes to pvp when it comes to like control competitive and the trials playlists
1: i think i can go first here i i am kind of the opposite i think of most people i think quick play is kind of the standard what everybody plays a lot and i d- I hardly play quick play at all. Like Mm -hmm. I probably play the most quick play recently than I have in past seasons because Rumble has always been my go-to playlist. Like I'm just like, yeah, load me into Rumble, and if I'm not playing Rumble, I'm playing with a team in trials to actually have um, some of that communication and some of that teamwork. Because otherwise, it's just kind of random. If you join quick play, it's just which can be fun. Obviously, now that I'm doing more YouTube guides and stuff like that, I'm doing certain builds where you need multi kills to make things happen in quick plays the place for that but usually i'm in rumble and i've kind of taken a turn this season where it's always been my chill out i'm just gonna go and because the season started the way it did with the map selection and it kind of promoting Mm -hmm. disjunction just so much especially in rumble which i don't know how many remember but rumble being an eight player mode when it first launched in destiny 2 was like My favorite chaotic thing ever. And then they took that away until we were down to six. And now it's to the point where whenever it is so funny, me starting on a downer point, I'm kind of like usually more of an optimist. But like the just the way it's gone over time and the way this season started with Disjunction popping up in Rumble of all places so much. And half the team would leave. And then it's just three guys who are the most hardcore people there. Going at each other, which can be fun, but on such a big map where it takes so long to get to the other side, and just like, and they lengthen the game mode too, so they let it go longer, and it's just all the changes that made it less enjoyable for me. And so I ended up playing Quick Play just a lot more just to goof off and. It's funny, one of my trials mates looked me up the other day and they were like, dude, you're like in the... It was like not even in the top 30% or something like that of quick play. And I was like, I literally never play. And now that I am, I just run the stupidest stuff. And so it's like it's not shooting me up the skill-based matchmaking list. So my experience is just vastly different, I think, than the majority of people right now because of the way Mm -hmm. that I've been playing the game. But that said, as much as I don't really enjoy Rumble right now, I'm like weirdly fine with quick play. Um, It hasn't been that bad for me. But like I said, I have never played quick play that much. And so it's just kind of me goofing off. And I think the game knows that and is matching me with other people who might be doing the same. I'm not sure. Um, And then with trials, it is actually I'm kind of like split. I'm in the middle. I'm really enjoying the new trials weapons. And Mm -hmm. that's been awesome. And I am fine with the meta I think right now I kind of like it when the stuff that I use isn't at the very top and fusions are the lowest used weapon they've been since almost a year I think more than a year from now there this weekend it was uh 5.4 percent of kills were fusion rifles Mm -hmm. and it hasn't been that low since almost a year ago which I kind of like when they're like not the thing that's oppressive and it's kind of like oh you know this this guy's using this or that um so I don't know. that. That's kind of like my overall take on everything. I am probably, I, I, it feels like given what I see on Twitter, I'm enjoying Crucible in general more than everybody else's right now. Mm-hmm. Um, But I am a little more frustrated with the things that I usually enjoy, like Rumble and then the general PvE stuff like weapon crafting. It was very frustrating for me the way the season started because I wanted the seasonal stuff and it was just, there was no direct path to do it. So my, I think my frustrations with the game is more like not stuff that other people would typically be frustrated with. So I feel like I'm in a funny place right now, but I'm curious to see how this podcast plays out to see where everybody else is. (laughs) Cause I think that I'm going to like, I I think I might bring a a different take uh, and I'm excited for Mm -hmm. that.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like a Johnny three play. Like every I'll, when I'm farming for pinnacles, I will hop into those three three matches, and that's pretty much the extent of my PvP. Uh, I I don't think I've touched it. Sit. Well, I, no, no, I I did the uh, the the cannons. <laughs> I, the
3: scorch? I, I, scorch, yeah, I do scorch. Scorch is my oh, favorite no. PvP. And <laughs> say that. No, no. Uh, the reset boys aren't hopping in there for 5,500 grind. Look, look, well, it's not like that. we don't, we don't
0: do that. Uh, Jaden's constantly uh, just, telling me
3: he's a slayer. So I look uh, he's doing that on his
0: own time and his own <laughs> <He's> solo <laughs> queuing to 5,500. Yeah, solo- yeah. That's great. But yeah, so I've been like Scorched is kind of like my thing outside of just getting the pinnacle done. I gotcha.
1: Is is there? I'm curious since I mentioned Rumble so much because that is like a primary place that I thrive. Has anybody else been in Rumble much? Does anybody have any experience with that? I know that's not probably going to be the focus of today's conversation, Mm. but I'm just curious.
2: That is all I play. It doesn't get yeah. It doesn't. Oh, is that all you play? Well, Well, like I mean, go ahead on the week. You go ahead. You go ahead. Like during the week,
3: uh, I. Like, take my portion of it, like, uh, I used to be all PvP all the time, that's all I wanted to do, loved everything mm-hmm. about it, um, I've taken a, a very significant step back uh, to now where if I do play yeah, PvP kids. during the week, yeah, yeah the kids', kids uh, <laughs> work is super busy now, and like, not only that, but I just, there's nothing to grind PvP for, like, I do enjoy playing I haven't really ever been a sixes guy. It's too chaotic for Mm -hmm. me, and I very much like primary gunfights. So it is very frustrating when I'm getting nuked from every ability in the game from seven different directions at a time. So I've found myself diving more into Rumble this season um, just because I know it's more manageable. Like Rumble, the most I get upset about is that guy using ace of spades and rumble for whatever reason. It really <laughs> bothers me that I'm getting killed by Memento Mori that I didn't even get you know shot by. But that's a different question or a different conversation. But there's, for me, there's just nothing to grind. Like there's no incentive to be in the 5500 playlist, the comp playlist. There's no ranking system. There's no cosmetics. There's no not forgotten. I mean, outside of trying to get a good out of bounds, which is the new seasonal PVP weapon. It's an SMG in the energy slot it is so kick ass. Oh, can I swear? Sorry. Okay, let's go. Okay, cool. Kick-ass <laughs> kick SMG. It's super that cool. Seal is the broken. perk pool is nuts, though. So, like, if you... I don't know how many people are aware, but if you reset your rank at Old Shaxi, uh, you get an opportunity or a chance to add a perk to the third and fourth column sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, haven't really been playing sixes, though, but I will say, uh, on another PvP front, Dude, Iron Banner was so lit this season. I can't wait for mm-hmm. it to come oh, yeah. back. Oh yeah. I I don't think I've ever dove into Iron Banner that hard since probably D1. Like, What's the uh, Iron Banner eruption was yeah. the biggest dub since trials yeah. We Work weekend. It was so yeah, good. Yeah. It, and everybody was having fun. And it was ca- it was <laughs> casual. It was like, you know, the loot still needs to be there, but like I was getting out of bounds mm-hmm. like they were dropping like candy. So that made it even better. I was having fun. I didn't necessarily have Iron Banner things to chase, but I did have a loot incentive to chase. And that's always mm-hmm. been it for me in in PvP or in Destiny in general. Like, I've taken a step back from PvP and PvE because the incentive to grind for things this season just isn't there for me. I'm not really that excited about like the um, seasonal weapons, uh, like the blunder stuff. Uh, the shotgun's kind of cool with like the Shadebinder build that I run in Trials, but nothing that I really want to bang my head against the wall for. Um, and then like the crafting system like the the master raid it's just been I don't Mm -hmm. know I'm very jaded by some of the decisions that have come about and I and I feel bad because I know a lot of people that are good individuals very talented individuals pour their hearts and souls into the game I just think the seasonal model has ran its course and uh, Mm. I think we're I think I wanted to tweet the other day. I think the biggest thing that we can do is Bungie needs competition within the space to exist to push the devs and the higher ups in the in the studio to maybe strive for a higher achievement within like the seasonal model. Because right now it's just feels very copy paste and the story is always excellent, but like the same thing. So I've kind of Mm. dwindled my playtime this season and that's kind of kind of why. Yeah, I I feel like I'm seeing that a lot on Twitter.
0: I, I feel I feel like e- each season toward the back half, we get a little bit of burnout from the community, and but I feel like it's compounding season over season, and, and that
2: it's 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 happening earlier, yeah, it happens yeah. earlier every season, yep,
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. and yeah. like yeah, usually usually it doesn't happen until after GMs come out, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, we're seeing that a lot more, especially like. Uh, the red border versus the adept weapon conversation. I think what contributed to that weeks. too,
2: though, is that hard mode came out early
4: mm-hmm. as
2: well. You know, that started the conversation with regards to crafting and adepts. And, mm-hmm. you know, things kind of like sprung from there with regards to crafting in general, you know, and, and you know, the frustration regarding and around uh, red borders that, you know, has has always been there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a 1.0 system, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I remember like early
3: on, and like this is—I uh, don't think it, this mindset has changed because I'm still hungry for this. But I remember wanting to take vacation time to dive mm. into new seasons. And I know now, I don't—I don't have to. Like I'm gonna have maybe two to two and a half hours worth of seasonal content at the start of a season to get me kickstarted mm-hmm. on the story, and then I'm gonna have like the seasonal model of um, like the catch crash and all that other stuff. And then after that, it's like unless there's a new raid or a dungeon which generally mm-hmm. aren't farmable off the bat uh, there's not there's not really a whole lot for
2: me and i you know i struggle to find things to chase
4: mm-hmm.
2: well you know another part of that is as well the story uh the story across the season is time gated now right yes. yep mm-hmm. um as opposed to before you know you could just run through the story and that's what people yeah. ended up taking that time off for i mean not just the raid and you know things yeah. that that came out in the first couple of weeks but uh but you know, for better or worse, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the result of that. Right.
0: Yeah, I was I was actually talking with Sarah about this yesterday where it's like I don't really mo- mind the telenovela approach to story uh, that they take where it's like week over week. You have something to go for, go to go and do to ad- advance the story. I do mind having the rewards or, or like the table be locked down the the table that actually contributes to your rewards throughout the season i feel like that should be separate from your story progress and that just doesn't feel like yeah uh th- that feels like a pain point but uh tony how are you how are you enjoying pvp
2: this, this season? has been a this has definitely been like a really interesting season for me it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's different my, my feel about it is different um i was thinking about this a little bit uh i think yesterday or the day before um you know pros pros and cons right uh mm-hmm. i do think that they I, I i would personally like it if they went less telenovela basically and go back mm. i'm just not excited anymore
4: mm.
2: you know i'm just not excited anymore before i feel like people could choose to take content at their own pace or people could blow through it, take a week off of work and really just sit down and just really get into it and grind your teeth on it. And just really, I don't know. Like I I don't even play the seasonal story. Most of the time now, Mm -hmm. I really don't. It's a really good story. I started out last season, really intrigued by what was going on with crow. And, and, and Mm -hmm. you know, that storyline, I thought from what I saw, it was a really great, but I got lost in it because it takes another week for the next part of the story. And I just, I just lost interest. Yeah. You know, um, Netflix exists, people. <laughs> what do I gotta say? Like, do I need to explain yeah. that Netflix exists? Binging yeah. became a word in the Oxford Dictionary for a reason. It's because that's how we now digest our content. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we are we 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 we're preference towards that. You know, we're inclined towards that. So it's just like uh, I'm gonna lose I'm gonna lose interest. It's the same way that. You know, I start a series on Netflix and if I don't like stay grinding with it, my dad, man, my dad, stay with the, stay with the binge, stay with the binge. What is that? What yeah. is that show? Uh, it's called, um starts with the M. It's on Netflix. It's called, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Man, I, I just, I just lost it. I just lost it. But either that way, is, like, like my dad just blows through those shows and yeah. it's, it's a very compelling show. I watched the first, uh, the first half of the season or whatnot but i just got busy with mm-hmm. work right and I, I never came back around to it i never came back right. around to it i lost it so my, my point is yeah it like there's there's merit to the telenovela um type thing mm-hmm. but i do think like I, I just don't get excited anymore about new content that's what it's come down mm-hmm. to and that surprised mm-hmm. me when i started thinking about it the last couple of days ago and i think that that is honestly i feel a little more common Mm -hmm. of a sentiment than Bungie would like to admit and I think I think maybe we should go back I think maybe we should go back as far as pvp um so I don't you know dilly dally too much (laughs) as far as pvp it's been just a really weird season I mean Mm -hmm. folks that are you know frequent uh that frequent the the content on the channel on the twitch channel um you know we have our own community branded scrims um that uh, helps to get people of all experience types uh better at pvp, um, me just sharing that experience and providing a uh an encouraging, non-toxic uh environment for folks to improve at whatever they're trying to improve at and at whatever pace they're trying to improve at.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and uh just make that as cozy as possible whenever folks come through because obviously scrims can be really intimidating, but there's a lot of improvement focused folks out there um trying to just get a little better at, at the game. Um, so we try to make it as rewarding. The rule set, you know, try to make it as rewarding as possible, um, as far as the gameplay, but also ensure that if it's mixed lobbies, that you know things aren't allowed. Where, you know, for example, sunshots not allowed. Sunshots mm-hmm. not allowed because if I put on a sunshot and I drop in there, we have four levels, and me as a level four, um if I drop in there with like a level two, it's gonna be oppressive. It's gonna yeah. be oppressive. So this. It's not like I don't have plenty of other hand cannons to use, number one. It's not like I can't continue to work on my hand cannon shot that's gonna definitely translate back over to Sunshot whenever I do end up putting it on. My point is rewarding, not oppressive for folks that are a little less experienced at the game, um, and uh just an improvement focused on toxic environment. And I've been doing I've been doing that, but I, I haven't even been doing much of that. Yeah. You know, I haven't been playing much I, I've barely touched barely touched quick play. Mm-hmm skill-based matchmaking freaks me out freaks me out (laughs) not because i don't like to sweat 24 7 because i love that shit Mm -hmm. i'll do it whether it's skill-based matchmaking or not because it always makes me better at the game or at the very least i'm getting some clips for some content on twitter but uh it freaks me out because it's just like i played year one and it, Mm -hmm. it you know latency and lag that shit is just scary and it makes a difference oh that that leads me back around to what I was going to start with was rumble. Mm-hmm. I rarely, I rarely ever play rumble ever in the whole of D2 and even in D1. Why? Because at a certain skill level, it, you know, like I swear to God, it starts pairing. Well, I mean, people that have better latency with regards to whatever the network, et cetera, whatever hybrid mojo magic is mm-hmm. going on in the background. I can't kill them. You know, they're one step ahead of me last, literally the last time I played, it was on stream. Literally the last time I played, this person was like a half a second in front of me. And mm. I couldn't, like, there's nothing I could do. And it's not fun for me. It's not fun for me yeah. at that point. It's not fun for me. I'm, I'm sure my Rumble folks know when you see that type of person there, it's not their fault. It's just the way that it is. And it's the way that P2P and a hybrid system, like, works. And so um, I, I see that a lot. And I can't, I can't stand. Before, cheating was like a thing that absolutely frustrated me and ultimately led me to quit the game for four months and go play Apex until they got that shit under wraps. Mm-hmm. It was lag and latency that just killed the integrity of PvP for me um, or just frustrated me the most because it doesn't matter how good I get. It doesn't matter how much I improve. It doesn't matter how intentional I play. Um, it's just like... I can't counter that. I can't counter that. Right. And even if I can counter it, it's really difficult for me to account for varying degrees of latency desync in order for me to make a play against this person, but then go back to playing normal against this person. And and cheating, mm-hmm. last, last thing I'll say, and I'll toss it to somebody else, so cheating, <laughs> is really because, <laughs> cheating is a really good example of that because cheating is a really good example of that because back when cheating was rife on PC, right? Rife on PC, you you had to play cheaters totally different, right. totally different. It changed up my whole play style because I'm not. I'm also not a sniper, which was probably the most effective thing against cheaters was sniping. Mm. Um, and so it, it's it's to a lesser degree it's the same thing, and I don't like that. I don't like that mm. whatsoever. Um, I don't like that whatsoever. So, uh, Rumble has never been something that I've been like huge on PvP this season. I mean, you know, I mirror everything that. Uh the homies Lego and Will have both said with regards to incentivize loot um uh and uh and the playlists with which you guys frequent. I I mirror that, but also I just mirror the fact that or I just state the fact that it's just less less I'm just less excited about Destiny 2. And that's a pro and a mm-hmm. con because I'm less serious about it, which actually leads to better engagement in my because I can step back a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like it's it's led to me being a little less emotional, a little less frustrated, and um, I can step back and see different perspectives a little bit better when I discuss things um, with uh, right. with different folks. But that is uh, but a yeah, huge point.
3: I, like retweet, yeah. like, yeah. favorite, whatever. That is <laughs> like. That is such a good point because I feel like um maybe like a couple seasons ago if I would have launched the tweet I did this afternoon I'd have been muting oh, yeah. people and being super aggressive because of how like passionate I am about my too perspective. Hardcore.
2: This this man too hardcore.
3: Yeah, now <laughs> I just mute and keep it moving like cool, you have a different opinion, you're not informed, you want to, you know, I I don't have time for it.
1: Yeah. I I am curious about something you said Tony with the because I, I was thinking about your PVE episodic like thing we were talking about with the episodes. Because I'm kind of like on the other side. I I don't want to dive into PVE too much, but I I like the episodic story stuff, and I wish mm-hmm. they would flip it and make Crucible more like like I would like the story all up front, of course, but uh, I don't mind everybody getting engaged every week. But I almost want to see it more like that with like Crucible like getting like more like stuff every week, or even just having more stuff in general for crucible like we were talking about rewards like i feel like we used to have a whole fleet of weapons that you got at least in d1 Mm -hmm. like when a new season came it was like new vanguard weapons new crucible weapons that was like Mm -hmm. your season and Mm -hmm. now you have like the one weapon we uh will was talking about the smg you know that which is cool that it gets so many things Mm -hmm. but in crucible once you enter in there's the one weapon let me check out this one thing and then that's kind of it other than trials which you have to wait two weeks for whatever before you can even play. So there's nothing for Crucible players to really do other than just rank up. And so it's like, it's almost like we need that story component or that, that thing that PVE is getting. We need something new for Crucible where there's something for us to dive into and dissect and new stuff to shake up the meta. And I think lately it's probably been the ability stuff. Like we haven't really mentioned Arc 3.0 this season, but yeah. that's like the new thing, what's shaking things up. Um, and I, I am enjoying that uh, part of it, but I do think that rewards is something that keeps coming up for us. Like I noticed all of mm-hmm. us kind of hit it, hit at that yeah. a little bit. Um, and so I, I'm curious, what are the rewards that we're like, you know, that, that we're all like wish that we had that would get us more incentivized to play more or would it increase our enjoyment of the crucible? So, To tag on to
0: that, I I feel like being a PVE guy and seeing like the PvP side side, um, not really have as much reward as I think I get. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. like because you have, because I have GMs, because I have like raids, because I have things of that nature. There's stuff that I am going for. For builds to take on like solo dungeons and stuff. Like right now, I'm, I'm currently wa- working on Grasp of Avarice. It feels like in seasons past, and this is an old system, it was the original Pinnacle system where there was a, a weapon to chase that, that kept you in playlists and grinding. Is that something that you guys would want to see return as a form of reward structure? Or is that something that was detrimental at the time?
3: I think, in, I think it'd be very hard right now. You're talking about ritual weapons, right? mm mm-hmm. yeah. I think it'd be very hard to do... So Bungie's biggest gripe with a lot of their pain points is the, the issue of power creep, right? hmm Power creep is a big deal to the devs. It's a reality within the game. Palindrome is probably one of the biggest prime examples of power creep that I don't even know if they know how to fix it. And not only that, you pile on top of it the crafting system... I don't know if they could put a worthwhile weapon as a ritual weapon that would make even a dent over mm. something that's craftable without it being dumb. Like mm. like very OP dumb.
0: Like Borderlands dumb.
3: Yes. So, I mean, like, that's the other thing. Like, um, mm-hmm. uh, we were just talking about the PvP weapon. Like, there needs to be loot incentive. But, like, if the loot incentive for PvP, let's say, like, the SMG is a dud, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a flop, so in in my opinion, I don't know if it would be a ritual weapon as so much as like why are we not leaning into cosmetics? I think it's like a slam dunk for like master raid to maybe have it so like adept weapons can drop random enhanced perks with them, but if you clear war priest, you get a like a an arm cosmetic chance drop mm-hmm. and all five encounters or whatever, you have five pieces of gear. I mean, why why are we not using like the Age of Triumph raid gear as ornaments from D one? That's some of the best armor mm. we've ever seen, and we could do that across the board. We could incentivize like even comp players, high skilled PvP players. We don't even care what we're chasing as long as there's a an appropriately balanced ranking system and like titles, glowy stuff, emblems. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have to be a not <laughs> we love our glowy stuff. Like, <laughs> we love our
0: bosses. Bosses' ass, asses for hats. Yeah.
3: We I love just, that. I just, it just feels like such an easy win for me, for the community, if Bungie were to do something like they don't have to reinvent the wheel. The assets are already mm. there. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question, but like when you started talking about it, that's where my Kinda- mind went was was cosmetics and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. See, see, for me, for me, it's always been. I mean, that stuff has always been kind of the uh, the icing on the cake, Mm. right? You know, like I love cosmetics. Man, I love me a great hand cannon. Lord have mercy! Can somebody pray (laughs) for me to get my God roll crisis inverted? These out of bounds are dropping like hotcakes, baby. I think you. But where can't where was you, this crisis inverted? Shut up, Will. Can't you get that from the Ingram's though? <laughs> I can get it from the Ingram's, but they won't give it to me. Dog, they give me one out of like twenty ingrams Don't get me started, Will. You don't know what I'm living. It's well, that's dumb.
1: another thing. You no, know, you bring up a good point though because you can focus Gambit Ingrams, but you still can't focus Crucible Ingrams right no. and,
2: and and that's my thing. Why would they even? Okay, okay. Look, look. I I've been on the bungee train, baby. I've been on the bungee train, but why? why (laughs) with gambit why would you start the focusing with gambit over the crucible you know i know so the only thing that i can think of you know okay because the crucible is like it fluctuates back and forth pve pvp daily numbers you know Mm -hmm. the crucible especially when it gets deeper into the season pvp is what holds holds a lot of the player base and that's just the reality right um and that's not to say that PvE doesn't hold, them, you know, a lot of the player base mm-hmm. as well. Of course. I just think that deeper into the season it becomes a little bit more equal, you know, those two as far as like holding the player base. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gambit is it, Gambit ain't holding the player base like that. where where what why did they get focusing? You you exactly. right. Why did they get focusing before the Crucible? Smaller but, test sample? Maybe a, maybe use maybe a Gambit people aren't testing better, very better, very much. <laughs> right. <laughs> better better chance in my mind that they're just trying to put all the crucible eggs in one basket, just Mm. like they did for the trials. Mm We work and they just put like anti-cheat, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Mm bringing, bringing in in a couple new maps, you know, trials. We work just across the board, you know, new loot, new armor, um, just flat out, no skill-based matchmaking straight card based, no freelance pool, just first weekend, just an absolute banger. That's, that's Mm -hmm. what they were setting for. Just resetting everything. Um, and it was a win. It was the biggest win we've had. Um, and eruption, obviously, we talked about it earlier. Is that next? That next dub that came literally a year later, right? For PvP. Yeah. And so, what I suspect is happening is that they're just doing it all season nineteen with the rumored compre work. Um, I heard that's season nineteen. Most likely, that's most likely the timing for it. In, gonna in my opinion, going to be a banger. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Obviously, I can't talk about anything with regards to the Bungie Summit, but that made me more optimistic but i'm still cautiously optimistic i do right. think that season 19 is kind of one of those maker breaks yep. for pvp mm-hmm. um that is i mean if it breaks and it doesn't doesn't come through and believe me i'm i'm rooting 150 percent for it to come through mm-hmm. but if it doesn't that's gonna be it's gonna be one of those times where people are gonna dip you know for 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 other games i do truly believe that because mm-hmm. if if what's after season 19 final shape for PvP. Like, uh, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. There's oh, nothing yeah, yeah. there's nothing really there's nothing. Strand after You have I, Strand, I mean, after, <laughs> you have no, strand being introduced? I'm, I'm not yeah, that's true too. <laughs> that's true too. You know, which is a huge gamble always for PvP. Yeah. But my point my point is nothing on the roadmap is obvious to us mm. to bring PvP back if PvP right. falters season nineteen. So it's gonna be a time that people end up taking a pretty strong break because nothing's been stated to be on the horizon to yeah. try to, re- to redeem that but you know going back to to kind of like what you said what what was the original question um oh, oh uh it, it's always been about like i'll just go, cut right to it maps man i'm just getting bored mm-hmm. of the maps like yeah. i've got huge map fatigue it's always been the intrinsic enjoyment of pvp first mm-hmm. you know the competitive element of it the the maps and the unique destiny feel of it And then, you know, it's a close second with regards to chasing, you know, great guns, specifically hand cannons, shotguns have have always been my thing in D2. Um, And then uh, maybe some cosmetics like after that. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love cosmetics, especially us super competitive folks? I mean, we love to flex stuff. Mm -hmm. Just like just like Will said, we love to flex stuff. What about Um, where would you rank uh, game modes on there, Tony? Is that like a I'd thought? rank game modes? Uh, game modes definitely, definitely up there because eruption was a dub. I, I would say that's pretty equal to maps. But uh, man, do I have map fatigue? I, yeah, because you know? yeah. map fatigue. Man, is definitely I can play. I can still yep. play like controlling clash. I could do that. I could do that. I but wish one they would. Thing, just... One thing that uh, that definitely like burdens me whenever I step in is I'm just like, man, this map again. Yep. Yeah, I do feel. I you know. I wish they
3: would yeah.
4: just
2: refresh things. Like I feel like.
3: I mean, what are you going to do to Clash, right? Clash is the age-old mm. thing. It's been around forever. But we have seen that Bungie is creative with game modes. Like, Eruption was a full-on slam dunk. I don't expect yeah. every game mode to be like that. But, like, I just... It just feels like we get bits and pieces and, and for lack of a better phrase, scraps as the PvP community. Mm. Like, Tony, like, that that example of Gambit, Prime example, but even furthermore, like, I don't think people realize every... every um, like Vanguard, Shacks, I'm not sure of Gambit because I try to avoid that game mode, but like all of them have the reset your rank, add a perk to a gun that drops from the playlist. Saint-14 doesn't have that. Their flagship PvP game mode that they, you know, the bread and butter that keeps the players playing throughout the week, weekend or whatever, doesn't have like simple things like that. And that to me just feels like a misstep. Like RNG, you talking about just random drops? Well, like I don't know if how they would do it in trials, but like so when you reset your rank in Crucible, that out of bounds gets an extra perk, so you can you can technically get six total in column or three in each column, three and four. Mm -hmm. So, like, what if you reset your your trials rank and then it added another possibility to drop an extra perk on like your adept, or if you turned in your card? We all know RNG is Bungie's bread and butter, but man. RNG on top of RNG, seasoned with RNG, washing it down well, with some I think, RNG. I, think,
2: I think it's what I think it's what you said though. You know, like Bungie is like, rightfully to a degree, <clears throat> like pretty afraid of power creep. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so but we're kind
3: we're kind of already there. Though. We are. We I, I think <laughs> like, the crafting system it can get breaks. worse. It, it yeah. can, it can get
2: definitely worse. get worse. It can definitely get here. I mean, Ostringer ain't out here really breaking yeah. the, the meta. Let's keep that in mind. You can. Everybody got a god rule of that thing. It ain't out here breaking the meta. And sure, it might be, you know, what is that? The, the seventh seventh most popular, you know, mm-hmm. hand cannon or whatnot. But uh, how often do you get killed by an Ostringer right now as opposed to just a plain old no time to explain?
3: Showtime, just, you know, no time. Definitely very
2: just like just a just a, a piece of mind. And I'm not knocking the pulse rifle meta. Anybody that knows me mm-hmm. knows that I am I am 100 on board with this pulse rifle meta because that just means folks are going to actually challenge my hand cannon shot because they think they're going to win with a pulse rifle. <laughs> well, that's you know
4: that's if they got a hand cannon wanted...
2: on they just they just run man they just run.
0: <laughs> that's another thing that I kind of wanted to talk on, like speak on, like how do you guys feel about this season's current like sandbox and current meta? Like what what are you what are you seeing used uh most effectively out there that's, that's a great Abilities? point i'm gonna
2: jump right into it i'm gonna jump right into it and be 30 <laughs> seconds <Okay>. 30 <laughs> seconds all, all right, right. <laughs> <laughs> jump right into it uh i love uh, like i'm liking it much more than last season mm-hmm. by far arc 3.0 comes out gets a lot of people off of that solar heel, you know like passive people like titans actually playing like titans again like what mm-hmm. happened last season god damn what happened to titans yeah. baby y'all <laughs> lost all respect for me last season sitting behind <laughs> shields with overshields and flames and shit what happened last season y'all i swear all the titans must have like switched over to warlocks with ophidians and mm. i don't know who was <laughs> left on titans like who was that <laughs> behind the screen so anyway yep. just love to see my speedy boys back in it and just mm-hmm. getting up my face running me over i love it i love it that's pre- that's been the most rewarding thing for me to see as far as the player base and the shift um, is people actually pushing again people actually getting in your face um and uh you know the 3.0s kind of all being uh relatively equivalent obviously stasis needs a little bit just a tiny bit more love i'm afraid to say mm-hmm. that because i don't need more freezy stuff but <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love pulse rifles like being uh, on the table i don't like minor. i don't like hand cannon metas i don't like hand cannon metas because that just means inevitably hand cannons are gonna get nerfed mm-hmm. um people need to just be I mean, they are the premier competitive weapon in Destiny. Get better. (laughs) You know, people complain about SMGs against hand cannons. Whenever we have scrims, somebody's whining about an SMG in their face. Get better with your (laughs) hand cannon. (laughs) I don't, like, like, hand cannons aren't supposed to be. Everybody feels like they're supposed to just because they're the most, they are objectively the most... You know, competitive weapon in Destiny mm-hmm. and have been, but that doesn't mean they are—they just—they just supposed to be easy, you know, yeah. or they're just not supposed to have competition against other weapons, pulse rifles. Like, get better at defining your engagements specifically for mm-hmm. a hand cannon. Bungie has done a smack, a huge, a fantastic weapons team. I could just talk about it all day with yeah. weapons team. Big love, to Mark and and Chris yeah. Proctor. Anyway, I'll, I'll let somebody else. But uh, I'm I'm liking it a lot better than than last season. People are actually moving around a little bit more. I mean, we can we can definitely get a little bit more movement and a little bit more push, a little bit more aggression. But um, I'm liking mm-hmm. the uh, the trend that I'm seeing.
1: Cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that Arc 3.0 has been a big hit. Uh, and it's interesting for me because I am a lover of like damage stacking and doing really stupid stuff, as I was mentioning earlier. And Arc 3.0 didn't bring a lot of ways to do that. <laughs> like the, the Void, there was a bunch of stuff to do. In Solar, you had Radiant, and there was stuff you could combine to just do silly things that you shouldn't be able to do <laughs> um, to annoy other people. And I really mm-hmm. love that stuff. But what I love about Arc 3.0 is exactly what Tony was saying, where it got people moving Uh, which is really important because we're coming out of that phase where we just had those the map rotation was so focused on those big large maps and everybody with their pulse rifles and scout rifles which is fine in a medium engagement but when everybody is sitting so far back you know Mm -hmm. come on just push please get behind the overshield like it just takes so long for an engagement to happen and even as me as somebody who likes flanking more and Playing more the mental game with radar manipulation, it's just hard to even get close enough in some of the maps to even be able to do a flank without them knowing and just turning their back on the other side of a barricade. They're literally so, standing;
2: they're standing yeah. still. The only thing they're looking at is the top left portion of their screen, and just mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Continue. Sorry, yeah.
1: sorry. No, no, no. You're good. And so I, I agree with everything he was saying. I, I really love. All of that. I do think a lot of the pain points down to this season come to outside factors like rewards and game modes and map notation, or or Mm -hmm. maybe even the like game types like trials and the way the system works or competitive. Um, But the sandbox itself, I am like really really enjoying it i enjoy it more the longer the season goes on because i realize like oh yeah this exotic i can use this with arc 3.0 even though it's not giving me this damage bonus or whatever i can get boosted from this and then it doesn't matter if i'm wearing a lightweight i just have the speed automatically and Mm -hmm. so there's just stuff that you can oh as the season has gone on i've learned to stack more and more and i'm having a lot of fun with all of that so i do enjoy the sandbox a lot i did my one Thing and I. This may surprise some people, but I actually feel like I like a uh, shotgun special weapon uh, higher in the percentage used than like snipers and fusion rifles. And so I would like to see shotguns become a little bit stronger. I feel like because and the reason why is because (laughs) people play differently. I know, I know. People. Oh shit! I know. (laughs) People play different.
2: Expect this, baby when please, there is please screen... keep preaching, <laughs>
1: please keep preaching. When... so if snipers are really strong people play further back it's just the way it's going to be if fusions are really strong then everybody's afraid to push lanes because you push into a lane that fusion's mm-hmm. going to decimate you if a shotgun is strong then people are more aggressive and more in your face and movement is happening more and i'm not saying that it needs to be like crazy range but there are they've already uh, said, I think it was on uh, Destiny Massive Breakdown, that they're working on a consistent shotgun pellet spread, which would change the way consistently, and the, the it would lower the fear rate the risk reward of I know I'm going to hit the shot if I aim right here. That kind of stuff exactly makes it to where uh, a, me as a fusion rifle player can or whatever I'm using. That's just my zone of excellence right there. I know my distance that I have to stay away from them, and that right now that distance is like point blank with a shotgun. Reach. Unless it's a slug, that's Reach. that's I'm just not as scared of it anymore, and it makes people play different i are I'm, I'm, terrifying, like right now. They so, are, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. They
2: they are, but 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 a point that folks don't make a lot of times is if shotguns are more consistent, the counters are also more consistent. Mm-hmm. People push the same ways. If 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 they're constrained, you know, shotguns are constrained to you know like their engagement distance and style and that sort of thing. That's the challenge, right? Is to keep it constrained so it's not. It's not like Forsaken shotguns and they're just they're just mapping everywhere, left, right. It doesn't matter how you move, it's just gonna hit and it's gonna hit for a one hit kill. But if people actually gotta be on it and you know they have to push and engage and close distances in a certain way, then it makes it more predictable. It doesn't mean that yeah. there isn't a skill gap surrounding it, but it means that the counters are more consistent as well and that's something folks don't keep in mind. Fusion rifles are a great example of that. A great example because fusion rifles are actually like yes, fusion rifles are scary, but they're they're mm-hmm. they're, they're mostly scary honestly because fusion rifles haven't really been a strong meta like they are right now since like e- ever really maybe maybe in D1 for a time, you know. There's there's a time in in like year 1 where I wasn't like crazy like into well I didn't even play. I didn't even play. But in D2, at least on PC, you know, my experience is, is fusion rifles, people don't even know how to, they, like, they haven't been meta, so people don't even know how to counter them, and so they're surprised <laughs> by it, and they, they also feel like, man, I shouldn't have to do this, because I wasn't having to 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 counter this like this before, so I shouldn't mm-hmm. have to count, I sh-, you know, fusion rifles shouldn't be that strong, you know, I shouldn't have to counter this. So my, my point is, fusion rifles, I feel like are really in a really good spot right now, because... If you know that person has a fusion rifle, they are quite consistently counterable. Yeah. Consistently counterable. I, I don't know how you, you feel that way. Lego has the, the fusion uh, rifle guy.
1: Yeah, there is one. I would like to see some. Let's not adjustments to say there's to not a skill my, gap around him. But yeah, yeah. I the I think they did a really good job. I think it was it this season or last season, I'm I'm getting mixed up, but they lowered specifically on rapid fire frames. They, they nerfed the range on all fusions, but specifically rapid fire frames. My Cartesian coordinate I had was unstoppable. Like that's the weapon that I got to number one rumble player in the world with was with Cartesian because it was very hard to counter because mm-hmm. the speed of charging, it was so fast. And because they rein that in, a lot of people don't use rapid fires anymore because you have to treat it sort of like a shotgun now Uh, and then uh, the ones that are a problem now to me or at least they've even said they might adjust our precision frames which are like your main ingredient um, which can hit stuff that is crazy given how much shotguns have been hit Um, and in air accuracy which fusion rifles aren't made for in-air stuff so that nerf to all weapons almost doesn't even count towards fusion rifles because if you're a good fusion rifle player and this is me i i hear other people say they use in the air but i think that's crazy you can't use a fusion rifle in the air effectively unless you're on a warlock uh and so because of that shotguns got like a double nerf because you can't use it in the air and you're less effective on the ground and so i feel like because they did both of those one of those is going to have to give way at some point soon for mm-hmm. them to become for it to be a really good sandbox again and and like i i like the sandbox but i feel like some adjustments need to be made and i for the most part i like where fusions are at but i would like for shotguns to be more consistent so we have more movement and map flow and the snipers aren't like i feel like a good sniper player is just insane right now like if you mm-hmm. have a good yep. sniper on your team unstoppable uh, yep. in the current meta
0: Yep. I I have a bit of a conspiracy theory going that uh, in air accuracy took a hit because Strand was coming around the corner hmm. <laughs> and knowing that you'd have so much uh, travel time, uh, especially in the air, not only on uh, the on the new location but on on new Muna, but like or Neomuna but also everywhere else in the game. That that would be
1: especially scary if you just saw Spider Man with a shotgun. <laughs> I think it it could be for to me. I think the as someone who plays likes playing against shotgunners and likes countering them. Um, to me, I could see the in air accuracy thing being a like okay, that is the absolute hardest thing as a, as a someone who has to pre charge something to play against or even mm-hmm. a sniper, or whatever it is. Um. And so by keeping them on the ground like I would take like I I feel like what I'm going to see is either shotgun spread consistency making it to where they can shoot more reliably uh, further away or the range is just increased a bit back to compensate for the way things are right now because if we're going into a competitive scene and I don't know I, I could go back and forth but I could see them like being like okay we've got to balance shotguns in one of these ways and them choosing one way and then doing another way and then being like wait we did both I don't I don't know mm-hmm. it just feels yeah, like it's, it's too it's like tough. even to me not tough. using it feels too much.
4: Yeah.
0: Um so uh will i know you said uh, back at the beginning of that question <laughs> like tw- 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> um, i know you said that you saw like a lot more like ability spam like or, or like abilities being used in so the sandbox how like you want to expand on that
3: or? my perspective with this is solely i mean i spend like dgen hours in trials so my mm. experience comes from a three three v three standpoint where like reses and stuff are super important so like When they told us they want more focus on gunplay, I was super excited. Like I don't get as excited as Tony does about hand cannon fight, but I do (laughs) love hand cannons. Like I like, I take pride in my primary shot. I don't, I don't really think shotgun plays are all that cool, or me sniping is all that cool. I get super juiced when I'm like, when I nine tap three people, like when I when I hit all headies on three people in trials that yeah I get, excited. I get very excited um so like now i just feel like everybody's throwing the kitchen sink at me sometimes engagements mm, are yeah, always open yeah. with grenades or melees i am guilty of it i have a tier 46 shade binder build that has penumbral blast up every 20 seconds on a bad day people do not like me in trials it's fine i am there to get people flawless but I recognize it as an issue, like, and it's not just me. More people are leaning into it. Zone trials is a breath of fresh air, it gets people moving around, similar to like what Arc mm-hmm. did. But we also landed in a situation where, like, if you're really going for it, if you're not playing Bubble Titan or Weld Warlock, you're really shooting mm-hmm. your team in the foot, and that is very frustrating because I don't know how they balance that with the other supers. Um, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I really tier, don't. I tier. like tears. Tier. Yeah. I mean, tier. I don't want to screw PVE though. That's the other thing. I know people get angry mm-hmm. about it. Can we tier, we make four, tier four, tier mean, four, tier
2: four, tier four bubble ain't gonna hurt nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And it, even if tier four bubble, you keep it at tier five. You literally just move chaos reach up to four. Yep. You just give it an extra counter. That's all. So therefore, it's a deterrent for folks to run bubble because you just know you're going to get a pop by a, you know, mm-hmm. a, an additional couple things. And then that's all. Small little change like that. I've said it before. I, th- I think that that would be enough in order to get some additional diversity. Yeah, that's true. It's just a deterrent. It's just a nuclear deterrent. That's all. But as
1: far if as like the... Is... Go ahead. I was just gonna say, if there's a trowels game I have where there's not a bubble Titan yeah. or something else that has one of those super fast supers and there's no supers throughout the game or if it goes to 5-5, five, five, that's the only time with, or four four. That's the only time we see it. That's like the best feeling trials yep. game. I'm like, oh, yep. that was so clean mm-hmm. and like, like I love abilities. I love like throwing the kitchen sink. I'm that kind of player. But at the same time, supers are so make or break a game that yeah. it a match that I I'm totally with you on this one. Yeah. If I
3: if a yeah. trials game does in fact, and we saw this on Bannerfall a bunch, I'm running mm-hmm. tier six Shade Binder, so I don't get my super for like seven and a half minutes. But if I do happen to get Shade Binder and it's a four-four game, I I am not losing. I don't care what super you have. Uh, I'm not losing that round because of how oppressive Shade Binder can be against other supers. But like, honestly, I think that's balanced. I, it, it should honestly. yeah. It it shouldn't. Like I don't ever. I don't look at the super as the pain point for Shade Binder because it is like such a long cooldown because of what tier it is. The pain point is like the ability, like people sleep on stasis still. Mm-hmm. Dusk stasis fields, but no, panor- yeah, stasis warlock. Yes, warlock. that is true. I mean, Sep yeah. and I run, Sep runs uh, revenant in trials with me. We run double dust fields, and people do not have nice things to say to us, but all good. Um, <laughs>
2: you don't have to worry about glaives. True. I mean, at all. Yeah, sh- man, yeah, let's not... Hey, I did not want to even mention that word. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I don't want to hear that word in the rest of this podcast, man. That's I don't fair. need a single other person jumping on that train, especially with them about to... I'm not. Mm, why am I even saying that? Nope. Don't say <laughs> Yeah, don't say it. I know <laughs> <what> you're <laughs> going to say. Don't I say it. it. <laughs> mm, yeah, don't we're just
1: going to leave it at the 0.6% usage rate trials and kill rate. We're just going to leave it there. Thank you. So, like, the sandbox
3: for me is great. I love it. I actually love the variety. I don't know that we've had more variety in a sandbox before. I would say that people are pretty angry about the outliers, which are pretty big ones, like linear fusions being special weapons, Lorenz, Arbalist.
2: Only because mm-hmm. of the length of time that they've yep. been, pain they've, points. They've honestly. Been pain honestly point. yep. If it was just a season, then you wouldn't right. see you wouldn't you wouldn't see that so much. Yep. You know? But like I mean Bungie has acknowledged that it you know, that Lawrence, for example, is 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 a, is a pain point for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is a problem child. We have less than them well, that we've but, ever had, though, which I think is a plus that people forget that's about. A huge, thank you, thank you. People do. That's forget always about a huge it. point to make because. Destiny, like, people have this expectation that there are just going to be no Lorences, yep, mm-hmm. no Marvelous, and that's just not Destiny, nope. man. It won't ever be Destiny.
3: But I don't load it's, into it's, a trial. It's less,
2: it's less about that, and it's more just about just making sure it's not a plethora of that yes. stuff to the point where you're yes. just, you're just I, running into you know three people every game with with one of those huge pain points. If you don't have that, you are yeah, I, I like that that yeah.
3: does not exist, that there is not a yeah, universal right. loadout. The secret sauce that's going to take people to the promised land. I mean, there are some outliers that are definitely pretty ridiculous. Dead man's in the new warlock melee is ridiculous, but I don't ever see it. Like, I don't need that to take people flawless, which I think is a good thing. If if you run into Mm -hmm. it every once in a while... There's ways to counter that stuff while it can be oppressive and frustrating. I, again, I still think there's less outliers than we've ever had. And I think people should celebrate that rather than crucify Bungie for the two things that are very bad. So I am, I like the sandbox, less healing. Uh, really sad what they did to my arc warlock. Uh, but I appreciate people not throwing y'all fifty healing it. grenades.
2: You ain't, you, ain't, you, yeah. ain't, you ain't deserve it, y'all. I, are warlocks. I, well, I just moved to Shade Binder, <laughs>
3: which is even worse. So everybody's everybody's gonna be, you know, miserable about it.
1: Uh, so I am. I, Go ahead. I hate to do this dan but i yeah. i feel like i want to ask the question like after all that we all went through how much we generally like the sandbox there's like some outliers and stuff and there's some super usage it's kind of frustrating but overall i feel like online at least on on the on the twitter app uh pvp gets a bad rap right now yeah. uh, is the central focus of that like matchmaking or or maps or game modes like what is the where is all this coming from if in general we're all like it feels pretty good like they've done a lot to make this really good Mm -hmm. and they're steps away from it being great what is the where is the tension
2: i think i think uh the skill-based matchmaking skill-based matchmaking and people remembering the pain points that came out of it from year one that we had to um you know, deal with the neglect surrounding that and, you know, the lack of communication as well. So uh, True. I'll, I'll just, you know, a lot of it is resentment, mm-hmm. you know, from from just past lack of communication, neglect the PvP, which Bungie is doing a, a on a trend, uptrend for sure as far mm-hmm. as like rectifying that stuff. I, I want to always give them credit for that. Um, AE is huge. Right. You know, a lot of yeah. people, a lot of people, man, just feel like, I just feel like... I don't want to say the majority, but I, man, I, more than anything else with regards to PVP, if I had to gamble on, uh, on saying, Hey, there's a majority of people that's, that probably just don't enjoy AE. I I think I'd I'd probably bank on that. I don't think most people enjoy the AE changes or at the very least the lack of, of genuinely being able to build into it, you know, similar to the way that you can build into flinch resistance, I think is a really good parallel. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good that was- that's
1: good because that's a complicated topic too like I I avoided AA for the longest time and had to go into it because of the new trials bow that came out and gut shot and all this stuff and so I had to deep dive into it and I was like man like I it, it, this is so complicated for me as somebody who like understands Crucible fairly well and just be like the, the average player is not going to like it, it dig into exactly what ae stat you need to get to and it, it's finally getting added into the game at now and so it's just like this whole stat that's mysterious that there needs to be more give and take for and i know that they're adding ways to do it but at, as it is like even as somebody who like isn't in the air a whole lot i'm like i have to like, sacrifice so much if I want to make that play, like, and by so much, I mean run an entire exotic that I have Mm -hmm. no care to use at all other than for this one thing. It's, it feels crazy to me.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's just like, they put, they put AE on, you know, some of the most, like, I know they were trying to incentivize folks to use these exotics that most people don't use that, that have really low usage rates, but they have low usage rates for a reason, you know? Um, right. And it's just like I'm not switching up my entire play style just to get a kill more consistently in the air when, you know, and, and then leave the rest of a winning play style, uh, you know, at, by the by the wayside, you know, or at the very least a play style that I really enjoy and have been enjoying that, you know, and I think most people most people feel like that. Um, it's uh, yeah. AE, And I think the last thing is just fatigue. Fatigue, yeah. fatigue from, you know, the same content over and over and over again, and yeah. rehashed over and over and over again. And it finally caught up to us. I mean, I think that Bungie has been lucky that it is just now truly catching up to folks um, like folks like me that have put countless hours into just quick play, just quick play um, since year one, since year one, day one on PC. Um, that fatigue is, is finally catching up to the point where I'm just like, man, I love Javelin, but yeah you have to play uh, 78 you know, other matches to get javelin one time so enjoy that. w- while while the balancing you know we could talk about that i you know mm. like i'm probably just not even going to i mean it's it's a well-run topic yeah. but um my point is we need i'm just bored i'm just bored and i'm not yeah. excited mm. that's that's what it comes down to um and i want to be i want to be don't get me wrong and i'm rooting but i can't help but feel the way that i feel so,
0: I've got one question before we move into audience questions. Um, where we are right now in the cru- in, in the Crucible, in PvP as a whole, uh, what is one change that you'd like to improve just that side of the game overall uh, for the next few seasons? Like, what, what would that change be for each of you? A,
2: period. Period. Mm-hmm. Shotguns are... Not the most consistent, but i still take AE over shotgun changes. Even though, like, I love my shotgun and I'd love for it to be more consistent. They're consistent enough right now for me personally, um, with the grind that I've made into both crafting and um, and just RNG. That I'm I'm good. I'm good. And mm-hmm. I I definitely await the shotgun changes to pellet spread. But AE just affects everything, and it just yeah, it's not a very rewarding system right now. I second that.
3: A is definitely a big thing. I mean, they're messing with the secret sauce. Like, everybody, like, diving into the other thing, the, like, echo chamber that is Twitter. Like, if you complain about Mm -hmm. Destiny, you're met with a couple, like, staple replies. Go play something else. If you don't Mm -hmm. like it is my least favorite one because there's nothing like Destiny gunplay. There simply isn't. I go play things like Tarkov. I play The Cycle, dabble in Fortnite with my kids every once in a while. There is nothing like Destiny 2 gunplay. And that's coupled Mm -hmm. with the movement that comes with Destiny as well. AE completely throws a wrench in that entire experience. I no longer want to leave the ground in any instance. Sep doesn't ever leave the ground. That dude's head is constantly, he has brain damage from the amount of bonking he does off of everything, flying through the air with his hand cannon. He doesn't do that Mm -hmm. that much anymore. It's just, it doesn't feel the same. And so like AE, I agree with Tony, that's a big one. This is not realistic at all, but connections are a very big deterrent too. Peer-to-peer is dated. It is 2022. Dedicated servers should be a thing. I do not think it's possible with the current engine. I don't even know if it's possible in the future to move the IP to an engine that will support dedicated servers, but it feels bad when you shoot somebody eight times, they teleport around, you die, and they don't. And it's a more and more prevalent thing now than it ever has been. That's what I, those two, that's what I would change.
1: Yeah. I think uh, for me, I I like the state of a lot of things right now. I would (laughs) do something about Rumble. I don't know what it is that is like putting it off so much for me right now, but I feel like it is the way everybody leaves and it's just three people at the end. Like something Mm -hmm. about the slow, and when it used to be so fast paced, um, so I I'm not a game dev, I'm not really sure what the solution there is like I personally want to go back to 8 player rumble, but I know a lot of people wouldn't like that cuz they like dueling. Um, but ultimately for me, it's got to be a number that is like a not necessarily a rank, but a status of like my skill level that Bungie is deciding. I would like to see some equivalent of that in game that I could watch go up or down in a playlist so maybe that is comp the rework i don't i don't know what it is but i would just like some sort of in game representation because i remember a few years ago, whenever I went for that Rumble grind, there was, like, I used to kind of, like, make fun of the whole Elo grind thing. Because yeah. I, I thought that people were leaving games uh, to, like, protect their Elo. But really, that's not how Elo works. That's only your in-game <laughs> emblem stuff. And I just didn't know. I was like, oh, there's Elo grinders, blah, blah, blah. and But really, like, I started going for Rumble Elo myself. And I was like, this is really fun to grind and watch. Your number grow up and see the like see the same people when you're in the same level and you're like oh these are the guys that are in the top fifty I know mm-hmm. these guys yep. start yep. messaging with people kind of like the old comp days when it was four v four and you were going up just that feeling is completely like missing in Destiny unless you make it yourself like you have to intentionally exactly. go exactly. out and do that and I would just God I would kill for that wow. in game that would be so fun like that competitive feeling I I'll mm-hmm. never forget certain competitive games that i had back when it we had the comp mode and i hope that they can bring something like that and make it even better than it was yeah
3: that's uh you know number go up serotonin go up right like that's Mm a very big easy thing that yeah that comp rework man i remember grinding halo ranks that little those chevrons and and that symbol and everything like that that was everything that's all i wanted i didn't care i just wanted to be Coolest looking thing in the lobby to represent, you know, where I was at <laughs> skill wise. So, yeah. So I have a, I have, a, I have
2: a little bit little bit of a theory um, with regards to Rumble. The only thing I can think of for it is is people are like Rumble is not skill based matchmaking, right? right? So I don't think so. Yeah. Um. So I right. think I mean according to them and their system. Um. So I think with Rumble and just in general, like people are insulated, becoming more and more insulated uh, within their their sp- their skill spectrum or their their slice right. of the skill pie and they don't feel like they should have to you know like fight against just anybody so if they see somebody you know that they feel is outside of their skill slice of the pie then i feel like people are more inclined to leave i'm seeing i mean you see that mm. also just in mm. in just in in regular quick play whenever you know uh because of you know, matchmaking time or whatever else, they end up widening that that skill, yeah. that piece of the pie to match more people that maybe wouldn't necessarily fall within traditional, you know, or within the mo the more restrictive uh, piece of the pie for skill based matchmaking people, you know, skill based matchmaking incentivizes folks to, you know, in certain slices of the pie, they don't they don't have to get better right um and they enjoy themselves just where they are and i'm not saying there's anything bad with that i love my folks that just play the game just play the game (laughs) everybody ain't got i always got to make this disclaimer everybody ain't got to be improvement focused you know a lot of people just want to hop on the game after they finish a hard ass day at work sip a beer sit back on their bed with a controller and just vibe and just run me over with a titan doing some crazy shit that I would just never expect. <laughs> never expect these titans to just do. Why would you do that? Why would you push that? Why would you? I had you they're dead amped. to rights. Like, they're just they're going. Amped. They're just going,
0: baby. I they're just, just going. Leave. Tony. Tony, just Tony. Tony, I just want my pinnacle. I just want to leave. That's
2: <laughs> it. Well, I'm talking about the people that aren't even like that. They enjoy yeah. just sitting back vibing. They don't give a f- don't care whether they go yeah. one in five, one in ten, one in fifteen. They are just trying to see, hey, yo, that dude thinks I'm not gonna push that. <laughs> that that's what I always imagine going through my head with the Titan that's trying to run me over, amped, shoulder charge, and get. They know they're gonna get their health back from running me over. Right. That dude thinks, oh, he, oh, he, he takes this
1: game way too seriously. They think I'm not gonna push that.
2: <laughs> and yeah, I just get run over because I'm not expecting that, but. <laughs> But you yeah. know, you
1: make a good point with uh, the quick play thing, though, because you you talked about one the chill level of it, but also there I'm sure there are people that are like, oh, if I go into quick play, I'm just gonna sweat, and I just yeah. want to chill, so I'm gonna go to Rumble, and if it's a lobby I don't like, I don't get penalized for leaving, so I'll just jet, and there mm-hmm. you go.
2: Yep, yep, yep. So but my pin
1: my
0: pinnacles tough. this season were in were in Rumble. Nice. Okay, here like, we go. Yeah, that was it. But I, I, oh. I was just I was just in there like okay that guy's got like 19 points so I just have to be here for a little bit longer and <laughs> we're done we're
4: done the sooner I, I that find that done. guy Check the talk. sooner I get out of here <laughs> yeah yeah
2: that's probably true that's a good point bumble well, is a good <laughs> playlist for that. over yeah. here yeah. <laughs>
1: i do have one other thing that i wish for other than just a party game mode that is just all the you know throw like the the thing that we had for iron banner like throw that into like a mode that you can just go into that's a mix but uh it's an ability thing and i think i've commented on it on one of tony's things before but (laughs) i run invis hunter and i know how annoying it is and i wish that they would just take invis like out of the game and it would just be a radar manipul- class manipula- manipulation class i can't say it instead of the invis like just get like keep it the way it is even and just mm. get rid of the actual the way that it looks highlighted yeah i don't care like it's so hard to see sometimes like if you're yeah. Yeah. like i played on like my living room tv the other day and i literally could not see the invis hunters the three of them that were jumping at me mm. and i was like man god I god
2: forbid th- it's more than one oh my god yeah i know <laughs> i know <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy and 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 you know and and the point i think either i made on there or maybe i made at some point in time i th- i feel like i uh, I I've, I've said this before to you Legos um at least for uh Nightstalker love the radar manipulation like that's that's the cornerstone of the class kind of like Sunspots were the cornerstone of Bottom Tree Sunbreaker oh. that got <laughs> yeah. absolutely destroyed I just want to make that point but anyway it's the identity of the of the subclass right and so love that I just you know Two things, exactly what you said, the visibility. Um, you know, it's you know, people can see that to varying degrees. I actually adjust the color settings, mm-hmm. um, both in game and also with my uh my NVIDIA settings to so mm-hmm. that I can actually see things a little bit more. I have a little more contrast for Invis and a couple of other things in the game that bother me. Um and I've normal vision, by the way. Normal vision. It's just a lot. It's
4: mm-hmm. just a
2: lot. And then you yeah. god forbid, again, you have like more than one. And then just the fact that folks can be invis like so much. You got trappers, you got the dodge to go invis. You've got you know the you know you can make your whole team invis for a certain amount of time. You got graviton forfeit to add seconds mm-hmm. onto that. You've got the fragment to add a couple more seconds onto that. And people just won't even engage because they know they can always go invis. They can always be invis whenever they engage me, and I can. It's it's kind of like healing to a degree because I can. I can get them absolute once, twice. But the more the more we have to go through that whole process that's back and forth, back and forth, where you just won't fucking die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just gonna get tired, man. The third time you go Invis because you got it up. You always got it up, you know? Dude, um You yeah, sparked just something
1: just now for me. Uh the way that AE is so frustrating, it needs to be that for Invis. It needs to be that for healing. Like you have mm. to go all the way into it to where it's almost impossible yes. to get it to work mm. that much for you. Because that's how, like, the amount of frustrating that a good player in the air can be is definitely the amount of frustrating that an invis player can be, or a healing player that's just healing. Like, it needs to be that diff. And right now, invis like, coming from someone who ran Graviton before all the uh, Void 3.0 stuff,
2: Scum. Uh, you
1: Scum. don't have to do, like, anything <laughs> to spec into it. You, yeah. just, you, you just you just like equip it. oh here fragment here I'm not sacrificing yep. anything to be inviz all the time right. and that's crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Um And and let me let me just
2: double down on that. Like I'm all about facing that one out of a 100 players, 100 150 200, you know what's more than that, you know? Like if if somebody's truly super specialized that that right. weapon right now that we shall not speak the name of, <laughs> the 0.6% or whatever, um You know they committed. You know that that person that brings that weapon into trials, they use that shit, you know? They are a glaive player. They're a glaive player. And I always—I love seeing that. I honestly love seeing that. And I love when the sandbox uh, allows people to specialize, um, when Mm -hmm. they— when they truly invest in both that playstyle and that build, when they they require to do so, I love seeing that player, but you're right, exactly what you said there's no, there's very little to no investment in uh, in just going invis and uh yeah
4: yeah mm-hmm.
2: and the same uh, thing with healing to a degree.:
1: Yes, I was going to say the same thing yeah man.
2: absolutely right
0: uh, getting into audience audience questions here. We have about five. <laughs> One's phrased like a couple of different ways. Uh, so I'll choose the one that's like maybe a little bit more like uh, concise. Uh, Jefaniel asks, genuinely curious, how do you guys play and stay motiv- motivated playing PvP
1: with its current state? What is it that keeps you coming back? For me, it's personal achievement. Like whether it's a new perk that I'm like, oh, like this week it's like golden tricorn. I went so hard on that perk just trying to figure out like. What are the ways that, the, like, everybody looks at it and is like, oh, this thing's kind of complicated. I'm never going to use this in the Crucible. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this thing in the Crucible and I'm going to make it work. That kind of stuff is just, like, put it in my veins. And then uh, also the the personal achievement of, like, doing something in trial like running trial solo like that is I run trial solo so much even though you just get blueberries and like adapting to your teammates and learning like okay I'm I'm with these guys and they're playing all the way in the back how do I make this work against the people that I'm playing with Um, it used to be playing more comp but I don't really do that anymore doing the rumble thing so it's personal stuff and that's why I think I'd like to see more of the game promoting that like hey do this thing get this rank or or rewards whatever it is them promoting it because right now i'm kind of just doing it for myself and that's what keeps me motivated to keep playing that or helping others i do lo- like i don't do trials carries or anything like that but just like friends that i know they're just like hey i'm trying to do this thing let's do it together they're like oh i'm not very good oh who cares man let's just jump in and let's just do it you know definitely. so definitely that those are the two things probably
2: quick quick devil's advocate um is that relatable to the average person how much of that is the content creator in you
5: so for example mm, yeah. you
2: saying you saying man I'm, I'm really trying I'm really trying to make golden try would you really be trying to make golden Tricorn work if you weren't gonna make a video on it? Most people Since- are gonna are most people really gonna be doing that off of just no content creator motivation.
1: That is a good question. And if I hadn't have only started this like ninety days ago, I I I I wouldn't be able to answer it, but because I just started doing videos basically, mm-hmm. yes, I would still be doing it. But that is a good doing point. I don't think well, by the way, everyone. Yeah. Lego Flash oh gosh, on YouTube. Uh,
2: you should check them out. Go <laughs> check him out. I that bow video was <laughs> badass. It's, it's crazy, man. This dude just came out it, oh this, this is the definition of uh somebody just came out of fucking nowhere and it <laughs> on YouTube by goddamn storm. Y'all got to go check out this Lego Flash well, I don't even know him. It's crazy man just out of nowhere
0: well yeah uh, that's that's a that's a good question that is a good question because that is something that has been cut that has been kind of like in the back of my mind with a lot of our feedback is like we mm. are atypical players right. every person here is an atypical player and uh i was also talking with sarah about this last night it's like i want to know what the median like what the median player does mm-hmm. because that's where Bungie's looking that to me feels like where they're they're primarily focused and probably drawing a lot more feedback from
2: yeah and i think i like what's important for us in my opinion this is why i always give the same answer and i'll give that answer here in a second mm-hmm. um is when somebody, whenever somebody asks this question of us i think it's really important that we make that answer relatable That's because good. otherwise yeah. it comes off as entitled um and right. a bit snobby because it's just like uh, you know we got time you know uh, people and you know how people are going to be too you know it, people are going to close down to you because they're just going to be like man i don't play this game for a living mm-hmm. i don't play this game all day i don't have time to do this do that i make real be, money at my, uh, my truck job yeah i mean yeah. Or whatever job my, my yeah. doctor job my my you know stay at home and mm-hmm. be a great dad job you know what i'm saying for the kids job
0: i, I make real money at my at my primate handling job that i got at the <laughs> zoo i've been working at it for years it's been wonderful
2: the everyday man dan yes um so uh so yeah that's why i always give the same answer you just find either you do or you don't you just find areas always be looking for areas or corners of the game to enjoy mm-hmm. but, mm.
0: you know sorry to, sorry to interrupt you there like yeah
1: oh, oh no, no no this is good <laughs> and i'm i'm glad that uh tony brought up the that question of like, is, are you sure it's not just because you're doing a video on this? And while yes, it is my in my character to like go and, and like those are the things that interest me anyway in the game, regardless of a video. I also uh, do think that I'm, I'm glad that he framed that question because now I'm like, well, what really is it more that is more relatable to everyone? And I think that's why I always bring up the rumble grind that I did and like that journey that I made for myself because I like... I, I know that I'm not like the best player in the world or anything like that, but I put an objective, a goal for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, when I started Destiny, I was just nobody. And that's the promise of, I think, Destiny as a game is become legend. Like we're all mm-hmm. like, there is something that you can go for and strive for and be better and make that hand cannon aim better, stack these damage things up so you can do crazy things. I think that's why I mentioned the perk stuff going for Because it. it's like, oh, maybe I don't have the best aim But I can, you know, use this to counter this and become a better Crucible player, have more success because of it. I know that that can be difficult to see with the skill based matchmaking we have right now and without a comp playlist of a number going up or anything. But you can make those personal goals for yourself still. uh, And that would be the thing that I think would be more relatable. So I'm glad that Tony uh, phrased it that way. Mm -hmm. Will, what about you? Dude, it's tough because I feel like it's changing.
3: I feel mm-hmm. like it used to be. I'm in inve- like I would be engaged in PvP because one, like I said before, the gunplay and just Destiny in general, like the PvP is very addicting. It feels so good, and I still think that remains in some aspects. But it used to be more because like I, I wanted to take people flawless. I wanted to play trials all day, every day. Wish it was there. Monday to Sunday, Monday to Monday, mm-hmm. like, I just wanted it there. I, I like the idea of, like, got to get seven wins in a row, got to get the golden chest. I loved it. But I think it's changing because, like, now I just I don't find myself running home from, from work on a Friday to fire upstream and, and grind trials mm-hmm. for 12 hours. I think it's more, like, loot incentivized now. I want to chase things. Um, so Out of Bounds was huge. And, it, and coupling that with, like, how good Eruption was felt so good and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I want more. I feel like we're letting Bungie settle with the bare minimum, and I think mm. one PVP weapon a season is a feels bad, man. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, don't think
2: I, I'll, I'll I'll just add small to that. Um, I don't necessarily think we're letting Bungie settle because the sentiment just doesn't doesn't support that. I just think mm-hmm. that we're as a com- PVP community we're not constructive enough with our feedback in order to give them um, the type of direction necessary um, to make, you know, the type of changes that we would find rewarding. Um, so I'll just add that to that. I can see that. I, it's it's tough. ain't nobody letting Bungie settle. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> it's tough
3: though, because I don't know. I, yeah, off topic. Uh, and from that, I feel like you articulated a lot better and I probably would have aligned more, in the past, but I feel like I'm going, I'm more jaded now and I'm mm. frustrated because I feel like we've been down this road and we continue. And, and I say we as in more like myself, uh, to give Bungie a pass when they don't ne- like if we're going to celebrate them when they succeed, I think it's totally fair to critique them when they fail. And I don't think there's enough critiquing when they fail. And not from anybody in this room, but I think there are a lot of people that are only there to celebrate the wins and are Mm. MIA when there are L's to be discussed. And I think that is frustrating from a community that continues to say that they're unified when we're not. We're a PvP Mm. community. We're a PvE community. It is very seldomly the Destiny community. Mm. There's infighting constantly. It's just... Sorry to go off on a tangent, but... I just want more. I want more weapons and stuff. I want more loot to grind. I just, yeah. That's what keeps me coming back is loot. I want to grind for stuff that make that I want to use in PvP. Whether it's found in PvE or PvP, I don't care. I just want hand cannons, shotguns, and snipers to use to shoot other people in the face with. <laughs> Ideally in the face. Ideally. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I jump in the air, you're getting shot in the body. Sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or if I happen to
3: trip over a tiniest little pebble on the ground, my shotgun's probably going to only do like forty damage. Oh, good. You're We're getting good. melee. That event. is,
0: that's a, that's a PVE and a PvP qual- <laughs> issue. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's across the board. That's where we unite <laughs> geometry. Uh, what about what about you, Tony?
2: Oh man, man, <laughs> we we got off on some some awesome stuff, man. What was the question again?
0: Uh, genuinely curious. How do you guys play and stay motivated? Uh, playing oh, yeah. PvP. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Just the, what I was saying before is is always trying to just look for a corner. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just finding a niche. Always just trying to trying to look for a corner. Not even just a niche. It's just like, man, if PvP's not popping, even just that week, man. Okay, mm-hmm. we gonna go. We're going to go farm a bar of time thing. for like yeah. two days, two, three streams, right. two, two, three days. And we don't even play that much PvP. And then, of course, I'll get in my my normal, you know, Ill Physics lab scrims with my community maybe on Sunday. But we just don't play that much PvP. Or, man, like what did I do this morning? I didn't play PvP. Didn't feel like playing PvP mm-hmm. this morning. I mean, I've been having some stream stuff. But nonetheless, along with testing the stream out to see how long I could stream for without Spectrum going crazy on me, mm-hmm. um, I just did, I just did GMs. You know, I'm not particularly, you know, enamored by um, the DFA, but sure. Cool. cool. Let's let's go for it. I ended up deleting Mm -hmm. a god roll, by the way, on accident. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, know, let's go run some GMs. GMs are Mm -hmm. a challenge. You know, like I love uh, in game PVE content. That's a challenge. It's right up there with uh, some of the best PVP content in the game for me personally, as far as being rewarding. So especially considering it's something that I'm not as familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, as most of the other people that might jump in, I'm doing GMs with viewers. No, no, no. You, you know, me with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with you. Carry me, you know, teach me about yeah, this. This is the old this reverse Raff Raff This debuff. Exactly. 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 Y'all Just didn't get that? Y'all didn't get that? Y'all <laughs> yeah. helping me, you know? Y'all helping me help and
4: giving me content. content. Get in here.
2: <laughs> better have so, your uh, better have your unstopped mods on there, bud. Exactly. This is, somebody somebody yesterday just just to just a side note. Somebody yesterday said, uh, "I'm not running stasis. I'm just like I'm gonna just swap you out. I don't I don't care, <laughs> man. You're supposed to be helping me. <laughs> you know, like I'm supposed to be the one I can run whatever I want. You you're yeah. supposed to be runs run stasis. <laughs> um. But uh, in all seriousness, again, you know, just, just always trying to find, like, a corner of the game that I'm enjoying mm-hmm. that day, um, you know, that month, whatever else, uh, so that I don't burn out. And yeah. generally, generally, most periods I'm able to find it. Because, the, you know, there, there's always something to do in doing Destiny. Yeah. There's so many different activities. Man, I, I could go run Catch Crash. That's, uh, I, mm-hmm. you know, of course I'll get tired of it after I run it for, like, several hours or whatnot, but that's a cool pirate ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a Visually, cool pirate ship man. yeah it that's a cool so activity that's, you know and the loot you just get loot especially if you do the master one just loot everywhere mm-hmm. just everywhere so um find an area of the game always trying to find cores of the game that you enjoy making sure that you're taking breaks from the ones that frustrate you so that you can maintain perspective and not get burnout and not get jaded um this is not speaking towards you you know will or anything like that but um that's how that's how you know i've done it and the most part i've uh, been able to maintain some perspective over the last year mm-hmm.
0: uh this question comes from Wispapedia. uh what are your biggest hopes for the compre work for season 19
3: symbol go up elo go up serotonin go up thank you and cosmetics <laughs> very simple very simple man i like to be rewarded i like to see a number go up and uh yeah, maybe um, maybe a little SBMM in there needs to be competitive. Need mm. want to fight people that are as good as I am and be better mm. than them.
2: Yeah, well, if the rank, but if the ranking system is true and is a skill, right. you know, yeah. skilled If if it's true to that, then we won't need any skill based oh, matchmaking.
1: Oh good. Oh no, Spectrum, Spectrum, oh, Spectrum. I thought it was my Spectrum for a second. I'm on the same. I thing. I thought it was. My I was spectrum. like, oh no. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I think, oh no i think where he was going and i i'm pretty sure uh i is like this you know it, if it were true sbmm that's kind of what it is right now you're just playing the same like people over and over again you're mm-hmm. not really going up whereas like if it's a ranking system and you're playing in the ranks and going up that's yeah. very much what i am looking forward to to that and that, and yes. some rewards too that of course with i should
3: have called it uh, so the cycle uses an MMR bucket system, which is very cool. Uh, you continue to progress through mm. buckets um, based on like how you perform in matches, and it works out very well. The only thing that sucks is when the population gets slow. The buckets tend to get combined, and there's a lot of overlap, which is would be my fear for something. It's always my fear in Destiny is is always the population. Um, mm. That's kind of like what my tweet was about today's. Po- the healthy population. Right. We don't have to worry about that. And like, I like Rumble not as much as you do, but I enjoy Rumble as a place for me to go and enjoy PvP.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: um, yeah. Tony's back.
1: Oh, we got him. There
2: we go. Oh yeah, that's that. That's that. It, Woo! What I tell yeah. you, man, that's that public monopoly system. I tell you what, <laughs> that's that ISP. Spectre. That's spectre. that spectrum. Yeah, spectrum. specter <laughs> Um. But yeah, that's that's all I was saying. I think I finished my thought for the most part. As long as it's it's it remains true, because I'd I'd like as as little skill based matchmaking, especially in modes that are ranked. Yeah. Because um, I ain't trying to. I'm not trying to. You know, go against somebody that I'm desynced against if I can yeah. avoid it. Um, unless, again, I I do recognize that that's going to happen as you climb the ranks mm-hmm. all the way up there. But it doesn't need to be compounded. Is all I'm saying with mm-hmm. also climbing ranks.
1: I would really like to see the. Uh... I really like the way, you know, I'm not completely sure how it works because I haven't grinded that hard in it, but the way Apex has like a top 500 and a top like one, two, three, like you have like these top people, like it would be cool to have those kind of heights to shoot for as a Crucible player. Um, I, I don't know, like I, I, that appeals to me um, as someone who like, if you had a number, if you could look at exactly like where you are on the board. That would just be so cool to to see that go up or That's down, depending point. on like where you're at right now. There's just no indication of that in mm-hmm. game whatsoever to have so to have anything like that. And also, we haven't had competitive, uh, like true competitive matchmaking where it's like a rank, which maybe not ever, but at least the iteration that we had when it was four uh, v four, or even before that when it was all primary weapons. I think mm-hmm. was the last time we really had it. Um, where it was like you climb the rank. I guess we had it once. But anyway, I'd like to see it in this iteration of Destiny with the sandbox we have now and all of that where it is more of that true matchmaking, not SBM, but where you're climbing ranks instead. Like that would just be like, I, I'm, I'm excited about playing that kind of thing in the sandbox we have now that we talked about earlier. Yes,
2: yes. That's something that folks just have to really keep in mind. I mean, plenty of plenty of things could be better. No, not mm-hmm. knocking that. Yeah. You know, with regards to PVP, but man, you know, they they're doing a pretty especially the weapons team in particular, but just, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even the abilities team is lining up as well. I feel maybe just a little bit slower than the weapons team as far as producing that rewarding gameplay. That 60/40 might need to be toned back a little bit to that 55, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 35, <laughs> but um you know, got to give credit the fact that they're setting things up, they're lining things up for comp, that comp rework. Um and exactly what you said. I'm excited to see where this ranking, this potential ranking system goes um, with the meta that's lining up for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think this will probably be the final question of the night. Um, but Calixto Erico asks uh, New maps or new modes? What do you all think should be prioritized at this moment to refresh PvP and give it some new legs?
3: Has to be maps. No questions asked. I want modes, but it has to be maps. Maps are a feel bad. Like, Tony actually said it perfect. Like, when I load into a PvP match, I'm instantly either sitting up in my chair or immediately not engaged or focused, depending on what the map is. It is it is a very, very hit or miss. That's like, um, it's like the same thing for me when Trials comes out. When we know the weapon and what the map is, I'm either, like, running home to play or I'm not. I'm taking my time. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, yeah, new maps, man. I want to see new maps and none of
2: that disjunction shit anymore, please, for the love of God. I mean, you know, you kind of kind of spitting facts. Uh, <laughs> kind of spitting facts. But I think maybe me and Lego are on the same page. Maybe. Um, I agree with you. Javelin comes up, I'm sweating, baby. We, we, got, we got something we say in the channel. I don't lose on scrim maps, you know? And, of course, I lose on scrim maps. <laughs>
4: but I'm just saying that's how I
2: get myself hyped up. For these for these maps that we all like really, really love deeply, like Javelin, for example. Um, and, but I think it's more realistic the modes. You mm-hmm. know? I say mm-hmm. that because look look how Eruption plays across all maps and refreshed right. and we love we loved it. We loved it. Didn't really matter the maps so much. Of course we, you know, still have maps that we, we have qualms with, right? But I'm down to play Eruption for the most part on any map and it's fresh. It's fresh. Right. So I think it's more reasonable. I would say that uh, to get some some new modes or just bring back some supremacy,
0: Mm -hmm. skirmish. Oh man, supremacy! Countdown. Oh man,
2: supremacy has stayed underrated, stayed underrated. I don't even know why people didn't. It's no longer in the game. It's not. I know. I know. I know. At all. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like supremacy got to be that mode even more than countdown. You know, Mm -hmm. countdown is much beloved. Like a lot of nostalgia surrounding countdown, but. It's just like supremacy was a great mix between, hey, it's clash, but hey, mm-hmm. you actually gotta move, you gotta pick up these crests, or you might actually lose to you know timmy titan nine five two who's sitting back <laughs> clipping clipping no toenails, playing out controller, just vibing with their kids and it's just running around picking up crests, amplified, you know um. And just just killing it for the team, basically. And we won because of, of that of that person, you know, that maybe is not the best Slayer, but is, is really great. You know, it's, it's a mixed objective Clash Slayer mode. And so anyway, my point is, I think it's more reasonable to expect a refresh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a personal refresh, I guess you could say, you know, off of uh, a game mode um, that's played on any map versus one new map that is in a rotation amongst other maps, 24 supposedly. Mm-hmm. supposedly there's 24 maps in rotation right now.
1: Oh, um, man.
2: But, uh, but yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm split, honestly. Like, I'm split between... and And my thing isn't split between, like, new modes and new maps, because if that were the case, I would probably take new modes, almost hands down, because I... I I don't know if I'm just different or what, but like I could play Javelin over and over again and not get bored because the sandbox keeps changing and I keep enjoying it in new ways. Like Endless Veil is still one of my favorite maps and it was in the beta. Like I'm still playing it and I'm still liking it. Just because I'm playing it different ways with different abilities, with different weapons, and I approach it entirely different every time, so the maps isn't the problem to me. Maybe map selection, like for the game mode, is yeah. a problem for me. Like you were saying, disjunction. Like I never want to play that on Rumble ever again in my mm-hmm. life. But uh, if it was just like Anomaly and you know, In This Veil and. Uh, you know, all, all the like more medium close range maps where the action just keeps happening, no matter what the player count is in the rumble lobby, that's like, I would take that over anything else. Um, but new game modes does appeal to me a whole lot. Like a, like momentum control is just so much fun to me. The new iron banner mode is so much fun. Just stuff that switches things up and have it as just a public, like, Hey, go do this lobby um that's great or if that includes like does that does new modes include like trials rework or comp rework like mm-hmm. that could that's just such a massive thing never, if, like, yeah. yes that is appealing too um but map selection over new maps for me would be the uh the defining answer i think heck yeah
2: well yeah gentlemen we, we could do a couple more let's do a lightning round
0: you want to do Light, lightning, lightning round? round all right let's do a couple more the lightning let's do round more. keep it keep all it right. short Keep uh, this is really just asks, to me. Is there any weapon archetype that you weapons or archetype that you wish were more viable in PVP?
1: Lightning round, come on. <laughs> I'm pretty good with it. Honestly, no. Like I I love glaives. I love fusion rifles. I feel like they're both super strong, kind of niche. I I the only thing is I I want like god no there isn't i don't no. want to make anything stronger to than the no.
3: sandbox because i like where yeah. it's at that is yeah, yeah. A, yeah no i'm i'm good
2: with that answer too yeah
0: that's it good lightning round answer. yeah <laughs> um okay so this was actually like the the last question from the from the ones that sarah had picked um uh what do people this comes from jbo nine one one. Uh, why do people that prefer D1 PvP pretend that the ability spam and the special weapon BS wasn't what gave us D2 Year 1 PvP? If you disagree what ha- problems from D1 do you feel created or exacerbated D2's issues?
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, that ain't a lighting I'm almost, I'm We we. Yeah. Not I'm, lighting. I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna keep it short. Bungie made that decision. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Bungie made that decision. Like, they listen. S- they had a graph well, somewhere. Yeah. I mean, whatever they did, it's just like player sentiment might've gone this way, that way, player sentiment right now goes this, that, get this way, that, that way. But Bungie decides Mm -hmm. on the direction for the game. You know, um, they decide what, what feedback they want to respond to and in what way they want to respond to it. So to say that, you know, sentiment surrounding the way the D1 ended, ended up giving us D2. I mean, that was a huge shift a huge shift pendulum swing one and that that was a massive switch shift and then a massive shift back for forsaken right for year two, uh d2 so i just don't know if i find that question the most relevant
4: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: it's like at the
1: beginning of d2 maybe this question would be relevant but we're so far past that so far it's like a completely different thing
0: yeah uh honestly that might be the last question, unless like...
5: I have one. Okay. You're not going to hear it already on the podcast, but...
0: Yeah, no, you are.
5: What, <laughs> I've, what I've got be, the background recording. No, don't, don't put me in there. What <laughs> would be your... Probably never going to happen, right? But what would be your absolute dream? Either meta, either possible game mode, either possible... Like, what would be your absolute... Never going to happen, probably, but... oh. Dream PVP. Mm. What would
3: that be? Fourth character.
1: I got. Oh wait, what was it?
2: Fourth character. Fourth character. Yeah, uh... that's a good one. <laughs> Easy. Oh, you like okay. that one? Oh, it just completely flipped flipped it for you, huh?
4: Okay. Mm. <laughs>
1: I, I like it. I like it. My my absolute dream uh game mode is to put gun game in the game where it's just um, like flips through dope. all the exotics or even just it switches it up. It's not exotics, it's like random legendaries with perks, but everybody gets the same one that mm. they have to use. That'd and they cool. work up until it's like travelers chosen or something. I I would just Oh, that sounds so fun. And even like it's like balance because everybody has to use the same thing no matter how broken it is and it's just chaotic and fun
2: you said that'd be dope you know what's you know what's dope about that is the fact that every week it changes so for one for one week it's set weapons a set order right so lorenz is is the number one that's that's the last (laughs) weapon you know that's the last weapon or that's even worse even worse that's the first Mm -hmm. weapon Uh, (laughs) you said never gonna
3: happen that's dope though never probably Probably, never gonna uh, happen i would like forever week one trials rework to be a thing forever uh like i agree with you on that one that's Hmm. that's what i would like please everybody (laughs) feel that no no dividing the player pool 87 times none of this flawless pool bs let's yeah trials is a loot grab as a
5: non-pvp player i agree with you (laughs) I don't think I legitimately do not think
3: that'll ever happen just because of the stance bungee bungee is taken.
5: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Sarah, what did you, what did you, what did you enjoy as a non PVP player? You said, right? Yeah. What, what did you enjoy about week one?
5: Um, Where you, where you
2: would like it to return to that state.
5: I liked, so I played with, okay, so to be fair, I was privileged, and I recognized my privilege in this one. <laughs> um, but I played with really good players. Um, and and I played with different people. That's the other thing, though. I right. played with different people, but I, I have groups of friends, and some of them are really good players. And we were going in, and we had difficult games, but we had also really good games, and we kept just going in. Because it was fun, but here's my biggest bright points with Bungie right now, uh, with Destiny 2 particularly, whether it be PvP or PvE, it was rewarding. Mm. I kept getting Mm. shayuras. I think I got 50 shayuras that Mm. weekend. And my time was rewarded. I had Mm. insanely difficult games. It didn't matter because the next game could be good and I could get a shayuras. Mm. And that was, and I had fun with my friends too because we had like stupid loadouts or I don't even think we had like grindy or sweaty loadouts. We were just going in having fun going for it and we enjoyed it you're saying trials is
3: most enjoyable when it's accessible to the masses and a loot grab not a competitive setting yeah yeah
5: i
2: i when when, when it when it you can make it you can make it competitive you can can make it competitive Mm -hmm. you know but it's accessible to the folks who just want to get in there Mm -hmm. and get loot and have a good time you know it's not the stakes aren't dire You know, like everybody, everybody, including myself, steps into game one and you you already feel it. The pressure in the back (laughs) of your skull, you know, the stakes, the stakes are already dire, you know. Because Um, that's the other thing.
5: That specific weekend, I went to the lighthouse once.
4: Mm
2: -hmm.
5: Once. I didn't care about going back. All I wanted was the weapon and other rewards that I would get from just playing the game and like, you know, drops at the end of the game. That's what I cared about. I didn't care about going to the lighthouse. Went like once, the, kept my card, kept playing.
1: I like that you talked about playing with your friends. Like that is for me the thing that I miss the most. Is like I've mm-hmm. had a guy who's been, I've had multiple people asking me every weekend, "Hey, hey, do you want to play?" But my normal, uh, my normal trials group runs Friday night, so I'm flawless already, and I just I can't play with friends anymore because it's, they right. don't want to go through the hell of a flawless pool. And I know it's I'm amazing. not in the position to carry anybody. I I just want to just play together. And it's just not really possible for mm-hmm. who I I know that it's not the same. That's not the same for everybody. But the fact that you said that I can't play with my, you know, I'm, I played with my friends. Like that's the statement that stood out to me. I was like, Oh man, I really miss. Well, that's the centipit? That. there.
3: Yeah. The centipit. That's the sentiment more so of like the community
4: mm-hmm.
3: is from all skill levels. You come Sunday, can't play with your friends. Your friend pool shrinks yeah. just like the player population shrinks when, flawless pool comes out you i mean i i don't want to sweat every time and i would like to play with people that are not as skilled in pvp as i am but if it comes around to sunday they don't want to play with me and i don't blame them i really don't i don't even play that much on sunday anymore not because uh i can't take people flawless but it is a slog and i'm the difference between the flawless pool and the non-flawless pool the further it progresses towards reset the less and less different they are in terms of how people are playing and how awful those matches are.
5: Mm-hmm. I agree,
3: which is unfortunate because it completely torpedoes the game mode.
5: I um, this this brings me this idea. What do you think about this? Because I've heard Sep say this. I've heard I think Hardcore may have also agreed with this. But mm. what do you think about separating the adept weapon? from the lighthouse and making it a let's say a seven win card whether you go flawless or not whether you lose your first match you keep your card you go seven wins because let's be honest for a lot of average players myself included if i go in without really good pvp players it Mm. will take me quite a long time to get a seven win no matter what what if i say okay my card i i lost my mercy i lost whatever i lost my thing i kept my card i got seven wins after x amount of time doesn't matter i still I'm able to go to Saint and turn in my card to get the adept weapon. I will not go to the lighthouse. I have no chance of getting any of the cosmetics. I have mm-hmm. no chance of getting any of the sparrow, the the uh, ghost, the ship, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I still have the chance to get an adept weapon after seven wins. And I can turn in my card, get my weapon, grab another card, and go back in and do this again what do you guys uh, think about this i'll
2: always agree with that sentiment mm-hmm. and I have half for a while it's just like you should be able to get no matter wins losses just like seven wins out a card no matter the losses each character you should be able to get an adept per character Gatekeep, and then you you get, you
0: your time does not you want yeah, to yeah exactly and if
2: you if you you know want more depths in those three then sure you know go to lighthouse you get an adept every every time when you go you know per the usual and then you get you know specific cosmetics uh, only cosmetics that would drop from the lighthouse and then of course that lighthouse experience mm. um, you can you can count that as well but there should be an adept per character just for seven wins doesn't matter the losses each character every single week let's be uh-huh. honest
3: adept weapons aren't what they used to be with the crafting system and a lot of other things either, either way no the game is just evolved it. man yeah there's, the, well, the game there's is no reason evolved. to put it behind flawless
2: doesn't need there, to. Be. there isn't well, I mean, yeah. you know, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say that. I don't necessarily think that I would feel right not having a depth drop every time like they do mm-hmm. right now for going flawless. It's still an endeavor. It's still an endeavor. Um, but I just think that, uh, it, you know, it should just be accessible. It should just be accessible to whether you go flawless or not. It's just I feel that's like where, that's where we are.
1: For me, it's like whatever increases the population, if it gets more people, fame, then yes, the answer is yes.
2: Thank you. I was I was actually going to say that a little bit earlier. That's literally the only thing that matters for trials at this point to mm-hmm. me. You know, I don't want I don't want to ruin the integrity of the mode. Of course, I'm not I'm not saying go crazy. You know, no crazy. Mm-hmm. But yes, population is by far, by far, mm-hmm. the greatest the greatest determination factor determining factor for the success of trials each weekend. Right. So many things just depend on it.
0: Well, guys. Thank you so much for showing up today. Thank you so much yes, for the conversations you. today. It's been wonderful having you all. Um, if you can all please tell people where they can find you on the internet, uh, and we'll we'll bring this home. Uh, let, let's start with you, Lego, and then go to go to
1: Tony, and then to Will. Sounds good. Uh, I'm Lego, a.k.a. Legoli Flash. You can find me on Twitter or YouTube, uh, preferably YouTube, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and that's Lego Le Flash, uh, doing lots of stuff, did deep dive on a fusion rifle that my brain is hurting on afterwards, (laughs) so charge times are weird.
2: Uh, my name is Tony, uh, aka Ill Physics. If you want to know where to find me, you can easily go to the front of this podcast, and you can listen to that again. I'm just gonna make this a <laughs> plug for Lego The Flash. This man <laughs> is doing it on YouTube. Chat. I'm just just letting y'all know this dude is doing it on YouTube. If you ain't, if you ain't following him and D Flawless, by the way,
4: oh, am yeah. saying those are yep. the two
2: right now. Y'all need to be make sure you're on top of on YouTube. So D Flawless, Lego The Flash, do it. Otherwise.
3: Let's pass it to Will. Uh, yeah, you can find me everywhere at 2Hardcore. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, I appreciate the invite, Dan. I had a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks Likewise. for having us on, man. It was yeah. a
0: pleasure to have you guys all on. It was like... It is something that like... I've done panel shows a lot. <laughs> and like in my time. And... I like the idea of, of bringing people together, especially like you guys. You guys know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to these things. I always learn a lot when I listen to people speak in depth about um, PvP, like with passion. And especially like this this conversation was level headed. That's what I was going for. It's like not like a screaming match. It's like, yeah, but you could do this like i don't i don't i can't stand that but it's it's always a pleasure listening to you guys speak and um you guys are welcome back anytime like if you wanted if you if we just wanted to do this once a season into it you guys are welcome <laughs> back anytime
3: appreciate it yeah did to take you up on feelings that mutual a good time yeah, yeah. only set so. next time so he doesn't have to try to send me some <laughs> kind of script that i've no Did he desire send to send you that read. script did he? I told him I was blocking all communications.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> My
0: name's Dan Finity. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok at Danfinity, where the eyes are else. You can also catch me three days a week on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Danfinity, helping Guardians do pinnacle and in game PvE activities. GMs are on the rise. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice and that this show is also listener supported. So if you'd like to give a few bucks, head over to coffee.com forward slash Danfinity. All the links are in the notes for the episode. Be kind out there, guardians, and I hope you find what you're grinding for.